0: And now, story time with Mr. Black. In this story, there could be two heroes. Or in this story, there could be two zeros. The coyote met the camel, and this is a story about the interaction. Good morning, my dear camel, said the coyote. And the camel responded, and a good morning to you. The coyote said, what are you doing here today, my dear friend? And with that, the camel said, I am looking for food. Then the sly coyote rolled his eyes up, put a smile on his face and said, I have an idea. You like to eat lush green things? I like shellfish. I like crabs. And both are available in plenty on the other side of the riverbank. If we could both get to the other side we could both eat. Well, what do you say, dear camel? And the camel responded, say about what? With that the coyote responded on the other side of the river. It is lush and green. Why don't we go over there? You can eat your fill of greens. And I could eat my fill of shellfish and crabs. It's the ultimate win win. The camel responded, I am fine here with what is available. Why don't you go across the river and find your own food and do it on your own? And the coyote thinking to himself, oh, don't worry about me, dear camel. I wasn't thinking about me. I was thinking about you, that you might like to taste some of the plump sugarcane that grows on the other side. Sugarcane? Are you sure it's sugarcane? I have heard about sugarcane. I've never eaten sugarcane. I would love to sample some sugarcane. Well, the coyote, said, well, it's on the other side of the river. Haven't you been across the river before? And with that, the camel said, no, I have not. The coyote responded, then you really must go. What are you waiting for? And since I need to go as well, I can just ride with you. The camel said, well, if you come with me, will you show me where the sugarcane grows? The coyote said, yes, I will, but I cannot cross the river on my own. The water is deep, and I cannot swim. I would drown. And with that, the camel thought, all right, then. While I'm tall enough, I can walk across the water. You could climb on my back, and we'll cross the river together, and we can both get a fill of our bellies. And the coyote slyly smiled and said, what a good idea. And with that, the camel says, "Ah, oh, this is so much fun. I'm so excited. He starts moving toward the water and he encourages the coyote to jump onto his back and off they went. When they arrived on the far bank of the river, the coyote jumped off the camel's back and continued the conversation. The camel started looking around and asked the coyote, where is the sugarcane? I don't see any sugarcane. And with that, the coyote kind of nudged his head up and said, "It's, it's over there in the distant fields. Go and see for yourself. And with that, the camel looked over the distant field and said, okay, okay, I will go there by myself. And what will you do in the meantime, coyote? The coyote said, well, I will just play here on the river's edge, and I'll find the seafood that I love to eat. And with that, the camel said fine and started going on his own way. So the camel went to the sugar cane field. He had hardly chewed a a, a couple of canes when all of a sudden the coyote returned. It seemed the coyote had eaten his fill from the river, and he was ready to go back home. But the camel had just begun. So the coyote again, starting to think to himself, said, well, I've had enough to eat and I want to go back home. How will I do that? Then he started thinking to himself in his head, the camel seems busy chewing and I don't think he wants to return now. So how can I get him to return? And as he's thinking about this, a bird chirps in a tree overhead and the coyote howls. And the camel, thinking to himself, why is that coyote howling, I wonder? I mean, people will hear me. And so he said to the coyote, why are you howling, coyote? Keep your voice down or the farmer will hear you. And then they'll see me and they will come and attack me because I'm eating their sugar cane out of their field. And so while this was going on, all the villagers started hearing the howling of the coyote. They assembled in the village square with their sticks and the stones ready to protect their land from the coyote. And all of a sudden, the camel sees this going on and starts to panic. Do you hear the villagers approaching? And all of a sudden, rocks start landing, large stones and boulders start landing all around the camel. They're throwing stones and rocks, uh, and they're getting closer and closer. And the camel said, they're throwing stones at me, coyote, help me. And all of a sudden, one of the villagers screams out, it's a huge camel, and he's eaten all our sugar cane. We must chase him out. And the camel said out loud, please stop throwing stones at me. Do not hurt me. The camel thinking to himself, oh no, they're beating me, they're hurting me. And with that, the camel fell to the ground. And he played dead. He acted dead. The villagers, seeing that the camel couldn't take anymore, thought he was dead, laying on the ground. So they left him laying there and went back to their homes upon that the coyote appeared from between two sugarcane stalks, and he looked at the camel and he opened his eyes and says why are you just laying here come on it's time to go the camel had to struggle to its feet was very angry looked at the coyote and said this was entirely your fault yes we can go back now if i can get up but now coyote i know you well You played me for your own benefit. The coyote said, oh, please, how do you find me that way? And the camel responded, you are some friend. What made you start howling and calling attention yourself into me? Why did you do what you did? Why did you get me stoned almost to death? And the coyote started laughing. And he rolled his eyes and he said, it's a habit of mine to start singing after I've eaten. As you know, I howl. When I sing, the camel says, is it your habit to sing after you have eaten? And the coyote assured himself, yes, yes, my dear camel. Now I'm ready to go home. Can we return home now? And the camel rolling his eyes and thinking deep thoughts to himself said, yes, 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 we shall return. So you howled because it's your habit to do so. Is that what you're saying, coyote? And the coyote responded, yes. And by the way, it also helps me to digest my food. So I did it solely for my benefit. So the camel said, jump on my back. And we will cross the river together. And so the camel, uh, the coyote jumped on the camel's back. And they started moving back in the waterway until they came about halfway between the riverbanks. In the middle of the river, the camel with a coyote on his back. And then the coyote started talking to the camel again. He said, "How did you enjoy the outing?" And the camel responded, "It was fine." The coyote was small talk. Said, "So did you eat well?" And the camel said, "Well, enough. I could have eaten more if I wasn't attempted to be killed." And the coyote responded, "Well, I'm happy for that. Why are you stopping in the middle of the river? We're almost halfway through. Keep walking." The camel said, well, I'm kind of tired. I'm catching my breath, Coyote. And by the way, Coyote, do you want to know something? And he said, what, what's that? And the camel said, as his eyes rolled and his smile came across his face, he said, I have a funny thought. I feel like splashing around in the water, rolling over and diving underwater. It's one of those things I really enjoy doing. And the coyote started panicking. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, don't do that, my friend. I would fall off and drown. Remember I told you I cannot swim. What made you come up with such a strange idea like that? I mean, why would you want to stop halfway in between the riverbanks and then roll around in the water? It makes no sense. The camel laughed loudly and said, oh, why? Well, don't you know? It's a habit of mine. I roll in the river after a meal. The coyote is getting more worried now. What are you saying, camel? And the camel responded slyly, just as is your habit to sing and howl after a meal and cause the villagers to come after me and throw stones at me and chase me away and almost kill me. Well, I too have a habit. And my new habit is to roll in the water after a meal. As the camel begins his first of many rolls in the water, as the coyote is sliding off, the coyote screams, Oh, please don't, please don't. See, ladies and gentlemen, we're filled in a world with ulterior motives. Every single human being wears a hat that has W-I-I-F-M on it. What's in it for me? And as leaders, especially at this holiday season, It's time to switch our hats. We need to switch our hats from the WIIFM, what's in it for me, to the NIIFM, which is nothing in it for me. As a leader, we must give back. Givers gain and takers lose. We must live by the motto, see a need, meet that need, with no hidden motive, with nothing in it for you. Leaders give back, leaders sacrifice, leaders put the needs of others before themselves. Rule number one about being a leader, it's not about you, get off yourself. Leadership's about serving, leadership's about sacrifice, leadership is not about self. Today, in this holiday season, put the needs of others before yourself. Live by the motto, see a need, meet that need. For it is written, it is appointed for man to die one time, and then comes the judgment. You have been listening to Mr. Black, Master Trainer for Like It Matters. Please find us on Facebook by searching LIM Radio. Make sure to follow us, like our posts, and share with others. Also, search YouTube for Like It Matters. Be sure to like and subscribe to our channel. And for more information on how we can help you live life like it matters, go to likeitmatters.net where you can find more information on our transformational training, our life coaching, counseling, our radio show, and other ways we help you continue the journey of living life like it matters.